are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Chris Carter here from Locked On Steelers. He's your boy Q from Locked On Raiders. And we're closing out the week for you here, as always, on the Locked On NFL podcast. First of all, Q, how you doing, my man? Hey, man, it's it's always great to be here on the show with you on Friday, talking some NFL, closing out the week really strong. And every week that we close out means we're that much closer to the NFL season and some, you know, some real action. So uh, it's great to get to Friday because I know another week is in the books. Absolutely. Right. That, that's the other thing. You know, we're getting closer and closer to the actual NFL season. OTA is finishing for a lot of teams. Mini camp starting for a lot of teams. You know, still it's football in shorts, but, you know, it's uh, you know, it's 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 coming along here as teams wind up their activities before training camp. We're less than 100 um, days away, man. Less than 100 days away from NFL action. The first regular season game, Tampa Bay and Dallas. That's awesome to know that. That is awesome to know that. I do think it's very cool that uh, we get to kind of think think of it that way. Um, but, you know, at this point of the year, Q, a lot of times it'd be dead on the news. So instead of doing the news, we're going to talk to y'all. We're going we're to have some fun right here. We're going to do our top three-headed monsters, offensive monsters, in the NFL. And, and this is because of the acquisition of Julio yes. Jones to the Tennessee Titans. Yes. And this is because that was, that was the news of the week. Once that happened, that broke the news cycle. It's like, all right, you, you oh, someone says something in OTAs. Cool, buddy. That, that, that trade happened. Um, right. And where that trade puts the Titans, because now it's obvious they got a three headed monster. It's Julio it's Derrick Henry. And some people want to say Ryan Tannehill, but AJ Browns, I, I think is, is that, is that third head there. We're gonna what we're gonna do here in these first in these, in these segments. The first segment, we're going to give you two NFC teams who we think have the better three-headed monsters. In the second segment, we'll give you two AFC teams who we think have the better three-headed monsters. And then in the final segment, we will actually list our top three three-headed monsters, each of us, in the NFL total. So these 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 first two segments we do, we're gonna name ones that they're not the best, but they're pretty doggone good and they're scaring people. And we're gonna uh, we're gonna make an argument for him because we might the, not agree. We right. might not agree on this situation. We, we, and you we, ever, you know when I don't agree with Chris, well, one he loses <laughs> the argument, and two, first it's always all, a funny show. First of all, I never lose arguments with you. You you still think that 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 Steelers Nation isn't a thing? And I've like shown exist, you they've been uh, trademarked. They've got they're they're verified on Twitter. They're like they're 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 locked down, buddy. So and I, I again, I've looked up Raiders Nation. There's no such thing. There's no such Evander thing. Evander Holyfield's it, ear is Twitter is verified on Twitter. That don't mean nothing. We all know that there's <laughs> there's a, we all know that Mike Tyson took a bite out that thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, kick rocks. Kick rock. Okay, but you know you you know what the deal is. We've already, we've already had that. Argument. But let's get let's get to today's discussion. In the NFC, top three headed monsters. On offense, there's one, there's two that are really obvious to me that almost made the cut for the top three for me, Q. My first one okay. is the Cowboys. 
because when you got the quarterback, the running back, and the receiver, to me, that's the ultimate trio of a three-headed monster. When you got all, when you got a quarterback and a ground game and a dangerous threat in, uh, catching the ball, that's when you got it. And so they got Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, um, and Amari Cooper. You know, but you know, you you could also say with C.D. Lamb, he- I'm about to say I don't agree with the three that you picked. I agree with the Cowboys, but I don't agree with the three you pick. Who, I who's, have who's Dak the third? Prescott. CD Lamb and Zeke Elliott. And I got a question mark if Zeke Elliott's even that hungry Zeke Elliott that he was before he got that fat contract. So there's kind of a little bit of an asterisk by that as well. Amari Cooper, he's always banged up. And some reason he always will end up coming up short in some real big games. Hell, he's out right now till training camp, which I know is not a big deal, but he's out right now till training camp. So uh, you really don't know. I think this possibly could be the last year of Amari Cooper in Dallas. So that's another thing to pay attention to. And they might hold on to Michael Gallup and keep C.D. Lamb. And they have the tight ends there. And they have Dak coming back, obviously, with that big contract. So uh, that, I agree with Dallas, but I think that, you know, you could argue the players. No, I, I, I get that. Who's, who's one of your NFC three-headed monsters? I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Russell Wilson is the, the straw that stirs the drink, obviously. Uh, but DK Metcalf, the guy that got slept on by every team in the league, uh, wasn't drafted till the second round, showed exactly what he was worth and how big of a factor he is in that Seattle offense where you know what's coming. You know he's going to stretch the field. You know he's going to try to make that big play, but yet you can't stop it. And then you got Tyler Lockett. And he used to be, when he yep. got into the league coming out of Kansas State, he was a special teams dude. That was what he was on the team to do, uh, do return kicks and, uh, and return punts. And not only has he worked his way into an everyday wide receiver, he's worked his way into a damn good wide receiver. So uh, I think Tyler Lockett gives you a lot of bang for your buck. DK Metcalf is the home run king. And then Russell Wilson, uh, a guy who's never really considered an MVP, but he's got MVP qualities. He's a hell of a player and he's just a pure winner. So uh, that's, that's how I roll with Seattle. And, and, and of course, Dallas, as we already mentioned. Yeah, those, the, the Seattle's my second one too, and I, I might even rate them above the the Cowboys simply because Russell Wilson to me is that bad of a dude. The quarterback's better, right? Right. And, and, and that honestly, that makes your three headed monster that much more tough to stop when you got the quarterback who's able to slice you and dice you in all sorts of ways. Other teams that almost made the cut for for my NFC list here and aren't in my top three. I really thought about the Vikings because I love Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I love what Jefferson did last year. Only thing is Kirk Cousins. I'm not a big Kirk Cousins guy. I think he's a decent quarterback. He's good. He's good at making money. And that yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the bottom line. And and he does make plays. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna gonna slight him and say he doesn't make plays. Right. But he's not he's not a guy that I come into the game and say we got to stop him. That's right. not you know they, they, you do say it about Cook. You do say it about Jefferson. You just don't you know you don't say it about say that about Cousins. Right. No, I agree. I agree. I think that Cousins is a good quarterback, not a great quarterback that fell into a great situation and got paid like an elite quarterback, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just kind of what it is. One team for me that, uh, you know, didn't quite make the cut, but I'm definitely got my eye on them is the Atlanta Falcons, man. It's funny because this whole situation has to do with Julio Jones, who they just traded, but they were able to trade him because they went and acquired Kyle Pitts by way of the draft, number four overall, tied in out of Florida. Uh, Of course, Matt Ryan, I still think is a really, really good quarterback. I think he gets slept on a little bit, but he's a really good quarterback in my opinion. Calvin Ridley is a beast, and uh, I just think that they have the the tools there in Atlanta to have a quality offense. So, again, I'm not putting them into the the category necessarily, but I do have them as like an honorable mention, and and I got my eyes on them.
No, I agree there. You know, it's tough to always say with rookies because you got to see how they fit into right. their offense. But Matt Ryan is still a, 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 a tough quarterback to play against. And Cal Ridley's shown, hey, he's another one of those Alabama wide receivers. You know, you know it, it's Alabama wide receiver you, by the way. No, no. Who no. is? Um, that's a good question. I used to I, think I just, it was Clemson, but Alabama, uh, they're just churning them out, man. Yeah. In the last, like, what, two years, they got four first-rounders. Right, right. No, you're right. I mean, Alabama's so damn good at everything. Though When I think of Alabama, I think of linebackers, I think of running backs, uh, I think of offensive linemen, <laughs> I think mm-hmm. of defensive linemen. <laughs> you think of every possession. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They're just a machine, man. They're just a machine. Okay, but um, but those are our NFC teams of who's making the best three-headed monsters over there. We're gonna pick some AFC teams after this after this break, and we'll do that, and then we'll head into who are our top three three-headed monsters. First, we're gonna talk to you about our friends at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag, the only place that we trust here in the Lockdown Podcast Network to place bets on. Even though football season's over, there's a ton of different ways to make money by gambling on sports right now. If you go to betonline.ag today and sign up for your free account, you'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On, all capital letters and all one word, and that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL is done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Back here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with my co-host, your boy Q. We're wrapping up Friday, having some fun talk about who are the better three-headed monsters across the NFL. We did some NFC teams. Now we're going to list some AFC teams. And I guarantee you right now, based off what we did in segment one, there's a fan of a team that we didn't mention that's saying, what about my team? What What about about my my team? (laughs) And again, this is just what we're talking about in June. This is what we're thinking in June and what we're feeling. So, you know, these are the ones that we can't pick every team. I mean, when we started this, we went through it and had more than half the league uh, in in our, in our, you know, that have great three headed monsters. So we couldn't pick everybody. Let's just throw it out there like that. Right. Right. I I want y'all to understand. We sit, we sat on this, on the, on the, on our zoom, before we recorded this for like 40 minutes, naming like all the teams that we thought had legit three-headed monsters on offense and then debated which ones we wanted to talk about on top of those. So there's, there's plenty of teams that were on that list. We 20 in total were on that list. Um, but you know, we could only, we, we, you know, it's, it's an exclusive list. We don't want to just and, and we everybody. did some arguing. And again, like I said, in segment number one, we all know how it goes down. When I argue with Chris, Chris okay. loses. So, okay. you know, yeah, sure. sure thing, buddy. Sure. Thing. Hey, just throwing it out there, man. I'm just giving the people what they want. Yeah, of course. Of course. That's, that, that's what the people Alex. want is you just spreading lies and stuff over here. I see you. <laughs> I see you Q. All right. All right. All right. Now let's do AFC. Okay. Headed monsters. Give me a team from the AFC that you think is one of the better three-headed monsters. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns, and I'm going to go with Kareem Hunt, mm-hmm. Nick Chubb, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to have a slash OBJ or Jarvis Landry. So hey, I didn't even throw the hey, quarterback in there. Hey, hey, we said three, not four. Pick one. No, the slash means and or, like basically saying you pick. You pick whoever you want. 
No, this is about you picking Q. We're putting the pressure on you to make the decision. Which one you picking? Okay, well, I'm going to go with OBJ because people like to dog him and say that a team is better or Cleveland's better without him. I don't believe that. I don't think any team is better without OBJ. I think he's a hell of a wide receiver. I know Jarvis Landry is really, really good as well. Uh, The thing about it is, I didn't pick a quarterback. I didn't pick Baker Mayfield. So, uh, you know, I believe that the wide receivers uh, have elite skills to them, elite traits to them. I don't believe that that uh, Baker Mayfield has elite traits. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback, but I do love that two headed monster in the backfield. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I don't think it gets much better than that. So that's already two. And uh, like I said, I'm going to throw in OBJ because I think that's just a dude that gets uh, disrespected quite a bit. So I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns. I I think part of it's just the way OBJ hasn't handled his failures well because like early and and part of this also isn't his fault part of this is oftentimes when a team is losing it's not him that's the reason they're losing but he'll act out sometimes and then people will point the finger at him the same thing happens with juju in pittsburgh though juju doesn't really act out it's just that people just point the finger at him for something he did it had nothing to do with the game but like like i've seen when when the browns are getting blown out by 30 and OBJ takes his cleats off and he's yelling at fans in the stands. And it's like, you paint a target on your back when you do that kind of right, stuff. Right. But at the same time, when they were losing, it wasn't because he stunk or anything like that. It was because Baker was throwing interceptions and, right. it, it, you know, and he wasn't playing well, but, but no, I, I hear you. And they have, to me, that's the number one backfield in the NFL Chubb, Chubb and hunt. You can't, you can't get better than those two right now. Um, and those are two very talented receivers. So, uh, of course, I know that you know what you're saying with the and or there, but I just had to put pressure on you real quick to see who you. All right, hey man, pressure makes diamonds, and I'm a diamond machine. There you go. <laughs> sure you are. Um, all right, I'm going through these other AFC teams. I'm having a problem picking some of these guys because I'm not sure if the third guy's a monster. Come on, Chris. Come on, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for you, Chris. Daddy. I want to. I want to say the Bills. Ride, Chris. Let's wanna... go. <laughs> it's Friday, Chris. It's Friday. It is Friday. It is Friday. Listen, man. As soon as this show's <laughs> over and it's edited and cut, I am drinking tequila. I am enjoying my night. I am not being messed with. So <laughs> I want to get out of here. Your mind, man. Give <laughs> us your team. Let's go. All right, I'm picking the Bills. I'm picking the Bills because okay. Josh Allen just drastically yeah. improved his accuracy and. He has the running ability. I mean, he, he's kind of a two-headed monster himself. Yeah. But that would be cheating. Yeah. Um, Stephon Diggs. You can't argue Stephon Diggs. No, no. Monster. Uh, monster. monster. And this is where I, I hesitated because Emmanuel Sanders, I, I really like Emmanuel Sanders. I think he's a I very talented player. He just hasn't been in a situation where he's been able to show off the past few years. But now he will be. He'll be in a system that has another offensive weapon at receiver on the field that can t- to take the attention away from him. He'll have a quarterback that's not afraid to throw the ball and can throw the ball. Um, I, 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 that's why I have them as one of my AFC teams here to name because just the, the Bills with, with, with Josh Allen, if he plays like he did last year, they're going to be right back where they were with a chance um, late in the season to get to the Super Bowl. Um, I, I, think, I think that they're that talented on offense. Yeah, no, they got they got plenty of weapons. I mean, and Josh Allen, he, like you said, uh, he he's the straw that stirs that drink. I mean, he took such a big step in 2020. Uh, was in the MVP conversation. Uh, you know, they, they, yeah, I, I think that that's that's a great pick right there. Uh, again, I expect them to be even better in 2021. So I'm not mad at that one. Emmanuel Sanders, uh, I felt bad for him when he was in San Francisco and he had an opportunity to to catch the the basically game winning touchdown pass with Jimmy Garoppolo, who 
overthrew him badly. Yep. It was awful. So, that, you know, uh, yeah, he, he's good. He was in, you know, New Orleans last year. It just never really, you know, uh, you know, amounted to what everyone expected he was going to be Drew when he was Brees there with Jared Cook up. and Drew yeah. Brees and, you know, Alvin Kamara and all the weapons that they got. So uh, it just never shook out that way. And now he's in, he's in Buffalo. He's got another opportunity, but that's a really good one. I like that. Who, who's your other AFC squad here? Well, I mean, look, we started talking about this team. This is the reason why we're doing this. The Tennessee Titans. Dang, you know, I mean, we, same we, thing. Ooh. I mean, we got to bring up Tennessee. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is this is how we but, got here. So. But you saying that means Tennessee's not in your top three. It's not. What? No. I don't think they're that good. And Julio only played nine games in 2020. You know what's, you know what's real funny, Q? They're not in my top three either. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was just like, oh man, I, I swore you were gonna put them in the top three. I was like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the bad guy. I'm gonna play the heel here. But no, we're both heels to Tennessee. Yep. And, exactly. and listen, but I got Derrick Henry, I got Julio Jones, and I got oh. AJ Brown. I didn't even put Ryan Tannehill in my top three because I don't, I'm not a big firm believer in Tannehill. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback. Um, I didn't like when he got comeback player of the year. I'm still salty about that. I just yeah. think that that was, I know I talked about that like every week so far. I, I just, I cannot <laughs> believe that he won that award. Uh, the dude's already had three contract extensions in the league. I don't know how you get that many contract extensions in your comeback player of the year because they don't just hand out contracts to anybody. So that's, no, that's Sam one Bradford point. would disagree. Well, you know, they, they changed the rules because of him. So <laughs> I mean, there you go. But I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I'll roll with them because I, I like, obviously, Derrick Henry is a beast uh, and Julio Jones has a potential. But at 32 years old, is he going to make last year one of those, oh, that was a rare year for him? Or is that going to start to be the norm? Nine and 10 games instead of 14, 15, 16 games or 17. Now, that's my big question when it comes to that team. It's certainly going to be interesting. We still have to give you each of our top threes and where we rank them as far as three-headed monsters in the nfl we'll give you all those right after this break but first we got to tell you about our friends at built bar you need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day but also be good for you that's where built bar comes in built bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar they have 18 amazing flavors including six of their newest ones being caramel brownie cookies and cream cherry barcia lemon almond cheesecake carrot cake and apple almond crisp there's so much to enjoy. And also, don't forget, they help you lose and maintain weight. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for anyone that's currently on a keto diet. Right now, Built Bar has a special promo code for you to get a great deal on their website. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. And you'll get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Back here on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast, I'm Chris Carter here with your boy Q. We are finishing out our discussion here on the top offensive three-headed monsters in the NFL. Now, Q, we've listed basically our honorable mentions in the AFC and NFC, the teams that we think are coming up with their offensive trio, but they're not at the top of the list. No. So now we got to look who is at the top of the list. Let's start with our number threes. I'll say mine, then you say yours. Okay. My number three, three-headed monster, is still the Green Bay Packers. Until Aaron Rodgers says definitively that I am not playing for the Packers, 
they are still up there on this list because he's a bad man. Devontae Adams is a bad man. And Aaron Jones is a bad man. They are my number three team on, on, as far as three-headed monsters go right now. Exactly. And the thing about it is they're my number three team as well. It's so funny because we talk about the fact that Green Bay doesn't do anything for Aaron Rodgers. They don't try to give him any weapons, but yet they got Devontae Adams. They have uh, Aaron Jones. You know, they they also uh, drafted a, a running back when they probably should have drafted another wide receiver, but that's a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you have Aaron Rodgers, you're in that conversation as well as, as having a great three-headed monster and having a lot of weapons on the field. Uh, I think Matt LaFleur does a good job calling plays as well. You got to kind of put that as a little asterisk to the side. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I definitely have Green Bay as uh, my number three team as well. All right. You can leave with the number two teams. Who's your okay. who, who's your number two three-headed monster? My number two three-headed monster, I'm sticking in the NFC, and I'm going with the defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Dang I'm it. looking at Tom Brady. I'm looking at Gronk. And I'm looking at AB and I know AB didn't play the whole season in 2020. I get that, but he doesn't have any kind of uh, suspension looming in front of him. He still had, uh, you know, what? 40 something catches and, and 400 something yards in, in what? Eight games. I mean, he, he showed that he could be a thousand yard receiver at still at his age. So I think that uh, this next year, you're really going to see a lot from Tampa Bay and that right there, those three guys, Brady, Gronk and AB. So I I hate when we agree on stuff, but at least we disagree on one thing here. I would say Brady, A.B., and Mike Evans. To me, okay. Gronk is too he, – he's not Gronk anymore. He's he's Rob. But he's, he's, but he's Brady's guy. He's Brady's guy, but he's not – like he's not the same dominant force that when, when he was – like when he was on the field for the Patriots, you just couldn't cover him a lot, a lot of games. Now it's like he's there and he's still a threat but I am much more terrified of Mike Evans and Chris Godwin than I am of Rob Gronkowski. Okay, let me ask you this. At this in stage. the Super Bowl, in the Super Bowl, who did Brady go to early and who did he go to often to get things going and get things cooking for, for uh, Tampa Bay? That's true, but it was also because the Chiefs can't cover a tight end. Their, their best cover man is Tyron Matthew, and he's three feet tall. Well, Gronk's always been Brady's go-to guy, and until someone proves otherwise, he's still going to be his go-to guy. No, I'm not saying he's not his go-to guy. I just, to me, Mike Evans is a better receiver than Rob Gronkowski is a tight end right now, as is Chris Godwin. Evans is awesome. Don't get me wrong. He's a hell of a player. He doesn't get enough love. I'm just going with the fact that, you know, Brady Brady and and Gronk, they kind of go together like peanut butter and jelly. That's a nasty peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Um, But... (laughs) uh, but okay, so obviously, both of us are going to say the same thing here with who our number one three headed monster in the NFL is the Las and Vegas that- Raiders. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Almost had me there. You almost had me there. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's definitely the Chiefs. I yeah. mean, you can't deny Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey their due, even though the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers beat them because their defense was put together and because their offensive line didn't fall apart the week before the game. Um, right. But if you were to take an offensive trio in the game right now, there's no way you wouldn't take the fastest receiver that, you know, in the league in Tyreek Hill, the, you know, one of the, you know, maybe the best tight end in the league in Travis Kelsey and undoubtedly the best quarterback in the league in uh, Patrick Mahomes. 
Right, exactly. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he makes everything go. We've talked about a lot of these different teams throughout the course of the show, and we talked about the fact that the quarterbacks are the st- a straw that stirs the drink, and Patrick Mahomes is exactly that. Not only is he the straw that stirs the drink, he's the guy who is the drink. I mean, everything else is just like added ingredients into it, but it's the Patrick Mahomes show. It's just what it is, and the reason, like you mentioned, that they lost that Super Bowl a year ago is because, well, the offensive line was in shambles, and they had to have Patrick Mahomes running for his life, and he still would have been positioned to still try to score and, and, and get into the end zone. Wasn't able to do it, but still gave him life and, and made some highlight plays that you thought were, damn, how the hell did he even pull that off uh, after running for so many yards behind the line of scrimmage, just running for his life, but still made things happen. Love uh, watching Patrick Mahomes. Hate the fact that he's in the AFC West. Hate the fact that he has to go up against the Raiders twice a year, but that's just how the how the cookie crumbles, they say, right? But he's he's <laughs> he's a hell of a player, so you've got to give the, the, top, the top offense and the top three-headed monster to Kansas City Chiefs. He's the straw. He's the the Remy Martin. He's yep. the Hennessy. He's the he's, he's whatever you put in the drink. That's hey, man, good. You got a drinking problem, dude. Nah, I don't got a drinking problem. You I actually haven't had any. Problem, of man. Everything you've referenced this whole show, I've been talking about peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> I've been talking about you know nice family things, and you're talking about tequila. You're talking about henny. You're yes. talking about you got a problem. I don't got a problem. I just came from a from a wedding where where I was I was keeping up with with everybody else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh but in all seriousness um i haven't i haven't, I haven't had, a, had a drink yet since my trip so you can get off my back mr mr q um <laughs> that changes tomorrow uh but, right. uh but anyways uh but the, there you have it our three-headed monsters we both agree that the top three-headed monsters are packers bucks chiefs in that in that order who did we miss is there a team that you think that we should have said let us know Hit us up on Twitter. He's at your boy Q. 254. Huh? At your boy Q254. So you can't even get my Twitter. I think you're drunk My bad, man. My bad, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot your 254 number. Uh, (laughs) I'm at Carter Critiques. uh, Hit us us both up what you think about what three-headed monsters you missed. I know Steelers fans are going to try to get at me because I didn't say yep. any, of their, any of their team, but I'm just being realistic. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about who we know is is there right now as far as the teams that, that, that got their three-headed monsters. Q, it's always fun to do these Friday shows with you, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. It's always a lot of fun. We like to come up with different, you know, ways to, to keep it light and, 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 like I said, have a lot of fun, and that's what we do. And it's always great to close out another week because that means that we're one week closer to – NFL action pretty soon you'll see the preseason then once those three preseason games are over boom it's on and popping Thursday night football Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay the Cowboys against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to start things off gonna be a lot of fun I look forward to counting it down and counting down those days with you each and every Friday my man same here my man we will catch up with you next week where if no crazy news happened we'll most likely be doing the top three-headed defensive monsters in the NFL Tune in for that Friday, but of course, tune into the Locked On NFL podcast every day, Monday through Friday. We got you going strong. We'll be back in your ears Monday with more right here on the Locked On Podcast Network.